Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire. The gang is back together. I've returned. I am not dead. He is not dead. We no matter how many of you may have wished I was. Nor did he did he flip over to the liberals' side, I'd which has die. been some some conspiracy theories out there. Um, guys, uh, before we get into today's topic, which we are going to discuss the recent Minnesota uh, shooting um, and the aftermath and the outcry from that. Uh, before we get into that, please, we got to do what we always have to do, unfortunately, and, and is that's housekeeping stuff such as, please, like this video, share this video. It's important to get this stuff out there, guys. One view is getting out there, and it's not ours. It's not conservatives. It's liberals. So let's do what we can to get our side out there and show them that we, you know, we do have some solutions as well. Also, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Um, also comment on the video. Let us know. Um, what do you do you think that this should be as big as it is or just just happened to happen at the wrong place at the wrong time? Let us know. Comment below. Also, please, if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, please become one. It's real easy to do. Click the bottom right hand side of the screen and give us your email. We'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us. You probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. Uh, man. It's amazing how a, an accidental shooting or anything these days becomes national news. It's 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 now part of the narrative that it is uh, white or cop on black crime or white on black crime. Um, even though you know sometimes, unfortunately, this seems like it was a mistake of of miss labeled or mis, you know, mislabeled uh, weaponry uh, that these officers definitely need because they put their lives on the line every single day. So um, I, I don't know what to think. I just know that things are happening in Minnesota at a bad time yeah. uh, <laughs> while they are dealing with the Derek Chauvin case over the uh, George Floyd death. Well, here we are almost exactly a year out from George Floyd. And it looks like we're about to, you know, experience yet another upswing of violence. Uh, Ryan earlier made the joke. It's like, you know, when armies used to go out to war in the summer, they take the winter off, stock up, rest, and then mm -hmm. uh, come back for battle once the spring and summer starts again. Yeah, they don't care enough yeah. to be protesting yeah. in Minnesota winters. Yeah, nobody wants to be out in the cold like that. But... It's crazy how this has happened and reignited the exact same thing we saw last year. Uh, meanwhile, we were already braced for more violence, given that uh, the Derek Chauvin trial is supposed to have a verdict within the next couple weeks, and they basically plan to riot regardless of what the verdict is. Uh, but this new one, this new incident was with a man named Dante Wright. He was pulled over for Oh, you mean very, air fresheners? Reasons. It, air it, fresheners. It, it depends on who you ask. It's right now, they are straight up pushing racist cops stopped him for having dangling air fresheners. Or he had expired plates. Yeah, the expired plates was why he was stopped. He had multiple or a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, the officers attempted to arrest him. He resisted, tried to drive off in the car, and that's where the confusion comes in. But because, it's the air fresheners. Yes. Uh, damn, any, anyone, damn Febreze. anyone pushing the air freshener thing is 
propagating a hoax. There's, there's enough reason to be legitimately upset. Well, what kind of air freshener? Was it one of the tree ones? Or was it like too many tree ones, or what? I don't know. Was, so, it, was it new car smell or evergreen? Yeah, yeah. Is, but, these are important details. Yes. But, you know, officers were attempting to stop him from driving off. And in the body cam footage, which we have already obtained, which seems fast for an incident like this. It's um, good. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they can't say it was a cover-up. Mm -hmm. Female officer uh, clearly is under the impression that she has pulled her taser and she discharges her weapon and it's not the taser, it was her firearm. Uh, Dante Wright was shot and killed and now we have this situation here. Um, yeah, truly a tragic situation, even though there was a warrant out for his arrest. It wasn't, you know, a situation where lethal force should have been used. There's not really an excuse for this one. Uh, I don't think even the most diehard back-the-blue advocate would say that the cops acted appropriately on on this one, at least in terms of this one officer who, you know, it, it wasn't an accidental firing. She meant to shoot her taser. Right. Didn't have that. And, and in the more of the focus of the podcast is because we're not going to be like the rest mm -hmm. of the media prejudged. We're just getting the information as we know mm -hmm. it. But that's the, all we know at this point. Right. It's the reaction. It's the the rioting and the looting and the and the national guard being called. And that's what we're really more focusing on than anything because nothing says justice like raiding uh, an auto zone and taking a muffler mm -hmm. or something, or to going to Walmart and and, and taking a TV. That's Burn, what they're burning doing. down a dollar tree. Burning down. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you do not get justice for uh, anyone by breaking into a Foot Locker and. Copping a pair of Jordans. And if so, it's a cheap form of justice. Yeah. Like, if, if that's all it took to restore balance, uh, it just goes to show how cheap these people think life is. Because if a life can be balanced by some stolen property, that, that's well, not really where things should be. Right. You know? And some of these businesses were were damaged last year's, during last year's riots, they were saying, too. So they had already, they finally gotten, you know, fixed up again. And then, nope, there we go. They're down again. This is, they're just, they're, and you're going to tell me, like, and there's no black workers at any of those work at those. We know for a fact last last summer that there was black owned businesses that were destroyed and they didn't care. Happened again this weekend. Yeah. Uh, this, this past few days. People were rioting because people riot in their own communities. They don't go miles and miles away to completely different locations unless oh, you know think, it's Antifa. That was happening, unless it's yeah. Antifa being busted. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But, but yeah. you know, they burned down a store that served and employed multiple people in a underprivileged community. So what was accomplished? Well these people have nothing, yeah. so they feel they have nothing to lose. I mean they're they're not obviously reaping any benefits from society by living in a really poor community because of their city's leadership. So what do they have to lose by burning down their city? Well the best example of this was last year to me in Chicago when they literally lifted the bridges over the Chicago River to keep uh, looters from crossing into Michigan Avenue, which is the Miracle Mile, it's the famous shopping district with all the fancy stores. They were raiding those stores and looting those stores. But they literally it was like something out of a of like a um, epic movie. They like lifted the bridges. Batman people. Yeah, Batman. Yes, that's the one. I was trying to think which one. Yeah, exactly to do that. So, well, and that is exactly the point. You know, uh, Lori Lightfoot in Chicago let the rioting go on for a couple weeks, right up until it started getting a little too close to her high class, wealthy areas and her favorite shopping centers, and then boom, immediately called in the guard, shut everything down. Everyone was dispersed by force. And that's the classic liberal mindset. In her defense, 
Science is back, baby. Yeah. As long as it doesn't affect them, they're okay. The second they're in danger or their way of life is threatened, they will shut it down because that's all they care about themselves and doing things the way they want to. Now, you know, what, what, what upsets me most is the narrative that gets put out. Um, we have the photo of, of the victim and the child. That's the photo that everybody sees. But there's also another side to this person because there's another photo that nobody's seeing, which is, the, you know, the kid in his car with, with, a, with a gun. Now, we know he had a, a warrant out for his arrest. We know he had expired plates. This is not something he should have died over. Oh, absolutely not. I think but we, this from what we know. Right, we right. Already. Well, yeah. exactly. But the bottom yeah. line is, why, why can't we figure out a way to make, to allow these officers to do their job without the fear of rioting happening in your city? Because we don't know what this kid was doing going back into his car. We know that he has a gun. We've seen photos of it. How do we know he wasn't going back in to get a gun? Because we just saw... The blink. Well, and we just saw a... a uh, it just happened, I think, in Arizona or New Mexico. A cop pulled a guy over in a, in a, in a truck, went around the other side. The guy pulled out an assault rifle and, and, and executed the, the police officer. We don't know what these people are doing. Did it, did it warrant death? No, but but the fact that she was so amped up because I guarantee you going into this, that stuff is on their minds. It's just as heavy on the police's minds as it is on the people that are getting pulled. Well, over. not to mention, they, I mean, they're not stupid. They know they're, they're going to be like, do you think they're purposely targeting black people now? Especially when there's such a spotlight on police right now. Even if they wanted to, they'd be stupid to do it. Because there's there'll be just media outrage. You see what I'm saying? Like, right, it's like, why would they do that? Everybody's looking for racist killings now. Like, they're they're drawing these narratives out of out of nowhere as it is. Imagine if they actually did. Anyway, it's just it just gets really frustrating. Like, to see these. But you feel bad. You feel bad. Like I, you feel bad for not just for the cops, obviously, but for this victim and this victim's family. Especially Again, the mom. The mom is very sad. You know, and of, yeah. of, of course, you know this should not have happened. Obviously, and nobody's condoning this, um, but do, but unfortunately, mistakes happen, and, and due to the political climate and due to where we are, I would not be surprised if they try to bring murder charges on this, this officer as well. Well, she just announced her resignation earlier today, uh, and in this case specifically, it's more cut and dry than some of the other ones we've seen where, yeah, there's a very solid case to be made there for some sort of criminal charge, Maybe not necessarily murder, although I'm sure they'll push for it. But they they instantly want to run to this shooting was intentional and it was done motivated by race, and that's the narrative we're here to talk about. Because like Ryan mentioned, we we've already listed all the facts we know. Uh, everything beyond this is just discuss uh, discussion of the narrative that they have pushed, which is he was pulled over intentionally because of the air fresheners by racist cops and they shot him because he was a black man. And that's being pushed not just not by black. yeah not 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 just being pushed by you know the few insane race baiters out there. That was just pushed by Joe Biden, by Kamala Harris, by Rashida Tlaib, all these other high-profile Democrats, and even some Republicans are getting on board with it on this one. But Biden said you know it's entirely possible this was deliberate. How, how does he know? 
He doesn't know where he is. So yeah. he's, you know, of course, it's possible. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. It, we haven't seen any trial on this yet. Mm -hmm. We don't know the fact and all the facts. Now, everything we've seen about it would indicate it was not deliberate. Right. It was negligent. It was wrong. It was tragic. It was awful. It should never have happened. But that doesn't mean it was deliberate. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean this uh, this officer left her house that morning, intending on shooting an innocent person, or not an innocent person, but shooting someone in cold blood for no reason other than because of their race. And this wasn't some, you know, rookie cop who was fresh out of the academy. And, and she had been around for a while. You, you know, you can tell from the video, this wasn't her intention. You don't put a, a gun up to somebody, like up to their skin contact and pull the trigger. That's not how those. That's not how those work. If she wanted, well, she to, immediately expressed remorse. Yeah, yeah. And I, this happens from. This happens, you know, quite often. I don't say often, but it definitely happens where they make that mistake. They go to pull the gun, and it's a taser. So it's not like it's like it literally happens even to the best trained uh, yeah. cops. Because and, and and that's what I would love to see. Like one of my favorite videos has been where the gun control advocate went. Out with the police, and they brought him on those uh, little little scenarios mm -hmm. where, like he where he was given a, a gun, and he would have to go up to see somebody at the back of their car or some you know, and he shot them every time. Yeah, and this guy was a gun control advocate because mm -hmm. this is what happens when you're put under that kind of stress, and these people don't realize. The stress that the, the police are actually under as well. There's a lot that goes on. I, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of police officers, and they'll tell you that every time they pull somebody over, they're just as nervous as the people they're pulling over. They tell you, well, this could be the one that, that ends my life. They think this when they pull people over. They don't enjoy doing what they do. And and you come from a line yeah, I, of... I have a, I have police family, and spoke with them or uh, my spoke with my dad this morning mm -hmm. about things he has done over his career to try to avoid this exact scenario and you know speaking with him and other cops over the years they have a specific way it varies from department to department even from individual to individual how they've trained themselves to do it uh, some of them carry taser on one side specifically gun on the other and you only touch that side with that hand yeah because Okay, if I'm using my left hand, it is the taser. If I have something in my right hand, it is the gun, and I need to, you know, take steps to, you know, avoid confusing the two. But this is a thing that happens. It doesn't make it right. Um, and the fact that, you know, we we very clearly seen this is why we need continued training for officers. Right. And, and lo lots, yeah, lots of these things end up where, you know, the officer was trained years ago. And there was no, or they get they get continue. a couple hours a year, yeah. Like or every two years they'll get a couple hours on certain certain aspects of the job, and this is what the funds are meant for. And when you pull funds away from police officers from from police departments, the, these are the things that go. It's not the equipment that goes. Well, isn't that the so that's why this story matters. And every t so every time there's a reaction like we seen that happen the other night after the this latest shooting and you get people idiots like and I said she's an idiot Rashida Tlaib calling to fund the police 
they we that is one that is we are they are contributing to future violence that's going to occur because of what we just talked about with the policing because they're the police especially if they defund the police then they're going to see more than we're all in danger because of that and she didn't just call for you know defunding the police she called for abolishing law enforcement and prisons which none of that has anything to do with what just happened here. Well, and, and but I, it's what she wants. We could go even further, um, as far as this defund and uh, abolish and all this stuff with the police. Minnesota City Council last year voted to uh, abolish their police department. They have lost over, I want to say, like thirty something percent of their officers, maybe more, maybe maybe higher. So, and they're now, they, they've been looking for more officers because so many have left the, the, the force. So that, what that tells you, what that, tell, what that should tell everybody is there are very few police officers on the ground in, in the yeah. area, so, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, when, you're, when, you're, when there's few and far between, you're working longer hours, you're doing more work, you're, you are tired, you're stressed, not to mention, not to mention the, the specter of expectation and dread over the Derek Chauvin uh, uh, verdict. So that's what, that's going on in these officers' minds. Work, they're, they're, they're- We need more, very, please. Right. Not less, right. we and need this, more, and, please. Th and this shooting could very well be, very well be the uh, the result of what happens when you defund or abolish police departments. You know who I can tell agrees with us? Most of the, uh, most Americans because of how many guns they're buying since in, in the last year. Including liberal Americans. Yes. And even liberal politicians who called for abolishing police, they're now attempting to expand their police forces again, just under different names so they can still pretend like they actually did something. But we got the, the result of the defund the police movement, which is the biggest spike in homicides in United States history. It has jumped up 35 more now. Yeah, on average, average 35%. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing, and this, since 1994, so this, the crime had been going down, murders until 2019 from 94 to about 25 years have been halved. Literally over 50% had dropped the United States, and a lot of it had to do with more police, more tougher on crime policies, more funding for police, more mandatory sentencing. I, we can get into the marijuana, that's a whole nother discussion. But it was working. Why are we doing this, people? It was working. There are more people dead now because we're getting away from that. It's yeah. unbelievable to me that we are being so. That's just my theory, my feeling, and frustration in general. We're making issues that are not issues and now we're all becoming less safe because of that and we're we're destroying our country for no reason in a lot of times just no reason at all it's like we almost had it too good for too long or something and now we're just like cre trying to create we have. conflicts we, and that's I, the problem. I can't think of any that's the only thing i can think of why we're doing this as a country right our now. our culture has gotten fat and lazy on its own success and people have gotten comfortable with things and then now every single thing is the end of the world you see that they start throwing around the narratives of, you know, Jim Crow when you want to talk about Georgia election law, and you know they have revived the KKK into some big thing looming around every corner when the KKK is so small it's so not small. even relevant in statistics anymore. But they love to revive these things because it fits the narrative they're trying to go for, which is 
we are an evil racist country that has how made no changes in the, our history. You say that the no changes. How insulting to civil rights marchers, yeah. by the way, that risked their lives, did die a lot of times. You see the Mississippi burning people. You know, you see the Selma Bridge marchers. All these people, all these famous scenes. How insulting to them. They didn't make any change, and, and six years later, they were not the. We haven't changed at all. We're the same country as 1960. Same country as 1968 when Amalekia was killed. I mean, we haven't made any progress at all. No. We can't. No, we've made incredible progress. Uh, obviously, and it's but. it's the same people and the same groups that are saying that. You know, like uh, Martin Luther King's daughter is a big voice in all this stuff now, and you know his his granddaughter has stuff on uh, Cartoon Network for kids. That I was flipping channels the other day and caught it uh, a few months back, where she was talking about this whole thing. It's like it's at every level. And even people who are directly affiliated with what happened in the 60s are saying we have made no progress. Which is funny because his niece, Alveda King, is very pro-life and very pro-Trump and pro-police. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it just goes from person to person. Yeah, we're, we're getting to the point where we will soon start canceling civil rights activists because of... They didn't, they Martin, didn't do it. Because they didn't Martin Luther King. The, they didn't oh, he'll, the I guarantee you within two years... No, I, we want to make a prediction. Martin Luther King will be on that list at some point because he wasn't as radical as the Nation of Islam and the Malcolm X type people. And even Malcolm X came along later. But, but the point is, he wasn't violent enough. For them. Yeah, but within, within 10 to 15 years, we will probably start to see that because... I don't the, even think it'd be. Yeah. I don't think it'd be sooner. <laughs> the left starts to cancel its own as the yeah. uh, pendulum swings even further left. But this is where you know organizations like BLM have come in because they're the new front of it. And as we saw last year, they rose to prominence, and now we're seeing nothing's different. Black Lives Matter is different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrice Colors got her. million mansion in a neighborhood that has almost no black people. Well, she, well, it's not just that. I mean, she got her other properties. She's got houses houses everywhere. And it's how she made, and it's it's more about how she made the money than where she lives, right? We don't know how she made the money. Exactly, yeah. I mean, her only source of income that anyone can seem to identify is working with Black Lives Matter Inc., which is supposed to, despite being a corporation, is non-profit. It is a non-profit. I checked it yesterday. So they call themselves a corporation. They're labeled as a non-profit and they act like a political action committee. So what what exactly is BLM? Nobody can really figure it out, but what we can agree on is that it's not what they say they are. Uh, BLM played the country like a damn fiddle last year and nah, they made the left. They got rich off of it. Not us. <laughs> I mean, not us. Not us. Not us. Uh, you can go back and look at our old podcast to see that we never bought that. But they're continuing to do it. But they, you know, they're 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 trained Marxists, but they must be Marxists in the in the Bernie Sanders mold. Because no, in the in the Vladimir Lenin doing economic That's, that's exactly what the Marxist mold has always been. They're not bad at being Marxists. They are faithfully being Marxists. Like Basically what everyone but Karl Marx has Karl been. Marx was not a Marxist. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, exactly. was, he was just a bottom feeder, but he just fed off other people. But and it's it's like Trump that, said that one time, you know, uh, socialism is not socialism as we've seen around the world is not good ideology done poorly, but bad ideology done faithfully. Th- this is what happens. And they're trying to do it here as Trump well. Trump said that? Yeah. 
It's it's not original. Not originally <laughs> I, it's I mean, I love Donald Trump, but he, he's just the one who said he's it, the most eloquent. He's the one who said it most recently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's exactly what they're doing. And just think about how long it's been since BLM wanted to meet with Biden and Harris. That was before the election. Still they have still not met with them. But it is important that they're Marxists because Marxists, Karl Marx in the Communist Manifesto talks about violence quite often in that, by the way. We are, we're supposed to act like, oh, Marxism isn't necessarily Marx. I go, yes, it is. Like the whole thing is based off the Communist Manifesto. Well, and they talk about violence. And so BLM subscribing to them, of course they're going to be violent. These are the same people that think uh, socialism and democratic socialism yeah. are two different things. Socialism, socialism. Walks like a dog, talks like a dog, it's probably done. Socialism starts with an election. Quite often. And Quite just, often it starts with an election. And they just don't leave. And then they don't leave. And that's what happens. Well, not even that. So the Bol this is actually uh, really an important because uh, the Bolsheviks were not the popular party at the time. So when you have chaos like this, this is when you get people like the Bolsheviks to come in. It's, ironically, the Bolsheviks, they called themselves, Bolsheviks meant the majority. That's what it means like Russia. Interesting, huh? Isn't that interesting? No. So democratic socialism, well, as long as it's 5149, well, okay, that's good. We get Bolsheviks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that's we why... Yeah, damn the republic. Yeah. 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 No one will acknowledge that this country is actually a republic. It's, it's all about democracy. We've got to uphold democracy. I mean, not really. It's a republic. The I mean, we vote. Yeah. yeah, the founding we, fathers were yeah. afraid of a pure democracy. We're like a democratic we have, yeah, we have installation, that's yeah. what I thought. You know, as Winston <laughs> Churchill once you. said, the best argument against democracy is a five-minute conversation with the average voter. So, yeah. yeah, and we're quickly moving away from that because as much as they love to say, you know, we got to uphold democracy against all these things, they're very undemocratic in how Sorry, they do Sorry, if you things. don't know what the 4th of July means, I don't know if you should vote. Hmm. I mean, hey, but now we didn't talk about this, but constitutional rights are not absolute. Our a great legal scholar, Joe Biden, told us this yes. recently. No, no, uh, Who also finished no the, amendment. He also finished at the bottom of his school, a law school class, even though he says he was at the top. Which but but only Trump was the only liar we've ever had as president. Biden, yes. no, he didn't lie at all. He's, 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 only, he's a plagiarist. He's lied his whole life, but okay. As have probably the majority of our presidents, because <laughs> that's what it takes to be a politician. Uh, even the good ones. One thing that the Democrat or the media doesn't talk about when they talk about these mass shootings is where they happen. They happen in urban cities that are run by Democrats. That's a great point. It's yeah. always Atlanta, it's Minneapolis, it's Los Angeles, New York City, all these places. And what's the common denominator there? Democrats. And that cracks me up these mayors, like these little cowardly mayors, like they're playing the police. Like, you're, aren't you, like, most cities, I think the mayor's in charge of the police, are they not? Like, in a lot of cities, like. I think they, I think they are. Yeah, so, like, least, so, so you're acknowledging you suck at your job. <laughs> if it's so yeah. bad, then you're, you're, you should just resign because you just admitted how bad your police are. I mean, you, you look at where the, the crime is skyrocketing. It's places like Portland and Seattle Detective and Chicago. Right. And Minneapolis. Yeah, Portland Minneapolis. never stopped rioting. Yeah. They just yeah. stopped covering Port Portland has been <laughs> on fire. Just got bored. Like, but basically, after, after you know, maybe Halloween-ish time last year, everybody pulled out except Andy No. <laughs> and just figured they'd go on yeah. and look for other things, and it's shout out to Andy. Now. It's just been Andy knows how to leave the country. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, it's it's just poor Andy over there so trying to cover things. Yeah, he's had to leave the country in order to avoid oh, 
getting killed or beat up by Antifa. But remember, but Antifa doesn't exist. Antifa is a myth. It's an ideology, not an organization. And the fact that, that the exist. FBI, the FBI, the head of the FBI said that is is. Well, we have the Joe guy, Biden we said have, that. Yeah, we have the guy who's they're an ideology. They're that. not a thing. They're an ideology. Is that what he said in a debate? Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, like, yeah, okay, Joe. And now, just since this past weekend, when we had then the, why sh- the they... shooting, they've set more police precincts on fire with officers inside. They board up ice the awesome. windows. I, ice. They did the ice facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did well, that what too. What would Joe Biden say? Tell the people what Joe Biden said about about the police shooting. About it, you know, what about him saying that it was it He's wasn't not. intentional? Yeah, we we got to wait for the uh, we have to wait for the investigation. He did try to we, do the the wait for the facts. He tried to wait for the facts, but, but then also said say, it, it seems yeah. deliberate. When you say that it is it, well, he said is it deliberate? We don't know. But it's so to, irresponsible to say. But to say that. You want oh, to talk no. about, he wanna, should say, I'm not going to comment at this time. I'm not going to comment they at this time. They want to criticize Trump's said. inflammatory rhetoric. Uh, that's pretty inflammatory. That's pretty too. inflammatory. Especially right because that narrative was amplified by Kamala Harris. Hers who, was who, worse. Who tore into it as, yes. she, she is 100% convinced it was racist. That is, and, that is, see, we're talking about unity. That is like stoking a fire when you have the Vice President of the United States tweeting what she tweeted. Even, at least Biden, to his credit, I mean, Chris, I'll re- Tomorrow he'll he'll change his tune, but like at least he said that violence you know isn't the answer. Blah blah blah. Don't be these people should be right. That's exactly. But he'll probably point. change by tomorrow. So like they they want it because <laughs> right. uh, the groups like BLM and everybody uh, involved in that they need more racially motivated shootings so that their narrative can continue, and politicians like uh, Biden and even Harris who ultimately do not care and have proven they don't care, they remembered, oh yeah, last year, that wave of support we got during the riots is what helped us take the White House. So we're just gonna kick that off again and try to get the rest of our stuff passed. This this is the goal, this is the agenda here. Remember what they pushed right before this happened? Gun control. What do you think is gonna happen? And and I said it during one of our more recent podcasts. When it's the cops, they blame the cops. When it's civilians, they blame the guns. This is going to be one of those instances that brings us further down the path towards disarming the police, disarming Americans. Well, remember, the same people who say you don't need a gun to defend yourself because you have the police are now also saying the police should not exist. So, what? Do we just... Defend ourselves from government tyranny, but tyranny by calling the social worker, because that basically seems to be where it's going. That Except the social worker is a government employee. Yeah, that didn't work government. out too well to the social worker that showed up in New York a couple months ago and yeah. ended up dying because of it. Yeah, and this is where they want things to go, and we can kind of tell nobody really knows where exactly they want it to end. They want no cops, no guns, no prisons. It always no, is. No, no penal code. It's really, well, I, they're not really that unique in history. It ends with them being in power. Yeah. It, it, it's about it's get, what they want. getting people in power. Yeah, but, but then they want conservatives in re-education camps. Yes. Yeah, but with them controlling the re-education camps. Mm-hmm. That's my point. It's uh, Ultimately, human nature never changes, no matter what generation. It's always about the accumulation of power. That's why our system has survived as long as we, is like our founders understood that. They understood human nature doesn't change, and the left thinks you can perfect it. You can't. Yeah. 
the, the left's goal is to legislate our way into utopia when the conservative mindset realizes utopia is... Dystopia. It's exactly that. It does not exist. I want to put it a little, an ideal. Yeah, so there's a really good book. I don't usually recommend books. And maybe I can start. But Mark Levin wrote one years ago called Ameritopia. And if you understand how the left thinks, because you said utopia, it's Ameritopia, mm -hmm. and he gets into how they want to basically make everything in the, into their little utopian republics or whatever. It's really worth the read. It goes. It gets into some of the the deep thinkers on the left and the right, and it's really it's really, really shows where they're they're. This is delivered. They're not stupid. Well, this is delivered. Yeah, this is delivered. They, this, this, this is this is what happened when you send your kids to college. They list, read these philosophers and from the left and the right, and these his, left historians and philosophers, and this has been a part of their program for a hundred years. Well, you should uh, look for it if you can find it, because or like this video that we, I think we got it out of uh, Portland over the last day or two. White guy, shirtless, wearing swim goggles. Foaming at the mouth with snot dripping down his face, screaming Black Lives Matter over and over again. It's like, this man is every bit as fanatical as every religious zealot who has ever existed. And this is what is being done around the country. And that's, yeah. And notice, it's a white guy. He's the one screaming that as he marches yeah. in the street wearing swim goggles for some reason. I won't it's, it's unclear. Why well, the swim goggles blocks the tear gas. Yeah. I think it is really important to read the, some of the leftist stuff so we understand exactly where they're coming from. Yeah, you have you, to. You, that's my next uh, I've been pulling, By the way, uh, I've been putting off but I'm going to read White for Jilly. I'm going to I'm not I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to try to look it up in the library, but I want to know I want to read Kendi. I want to read all these these their thought leaders on the left and really get to understand it. I'm going to I, we should record me doing that. That'd be really funny. I, well, <laughs> I just be so mad the whole time. By the way, but, that's straight out of Sun Tzu. You should know, you're know right. your enemy yes. as you know yourself. You should know their argument better than they know. It's kind of what I've always said. And that's why I've read Marx. I've read all these different people that they look up to. Well, I mean, they don't look up to They look up to Marx. But anyway, so, they, so it's really important to know that. You know, I read the... I read the New York Times every day. I hate it. <laughs> I hate doing it, but I do. Their I read Huffington Post, Slate, all that. All that. Their garbage. argument's hard to nail down Box, because it's all it's it. so all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, I think you know Ibram X. Kendi's sentiment sums it up best. Of like, the only way to solve past discrimination is with present discrimination. The only way to solve present discrimination is with future discrimination. That's basically what this is all about. And we are now, you know, of course, because this was a police-involved thing, it's all about the police right now. But if you take the police out of it, and it's a white person shooting a black person, then they move on to the racist, white supremacist gun control narrative, which we just did, like, two or three episodes about that in the last few weeks. But it's all leading to the same point. It's where they've been trying to get us forever. And they are dangerously close to doing it right now. Well, our job is to make sure they don't get closer. We try. That's why we need everyone who watches this show to help or out. Or listens with that. on Spotify. Yeah, or listens on Spotify. Don't forget. Hello, if you're listening to us on Spotify. I don't know why I just want NPR right there. Welcome to all things freedomwire.com. If you're on Spotify, hopefully our sound quality is better. We, no, have, just we have these fancy yeah, new microphones. We're try, but we don't sell sweaty balls. Yes, we're, we're testing out some new microphones. <laughs> Anyways. No, it's an SNL Classic SNL. Classic SNL. Our listeners know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we have, to, we have to close out on the usual weirdness you've come to expect from us. <laughs> That's a great sketch. Well, anyways, thank you guys for listening. If you liked what you heard, awesome. Hopefully, 
More importantly, we hope you agreed with what you heard. If you did, let us know. Do all that stuff I asked you to in the beginning. Like, share, become a member of Freedom Wire. Subscribe to the podcast and the channel. Do all that good stuff. Help us get this message out there because we need to. We're the one of the only side, one of the only entities out there that are doing it. There's, well, I shouldn't say one of the only, but there's there's a few, but they're few and far between. Uh, conservatism is not popular. So there's a reason why there are multiple liberal-leaning news networks and maybe one major news network that leans right-ish. That's a pretty strong maybe there. It's a strong maybe on that right-leaning. So, guys, do all that stuff, and hopefully you'll help us continue this fight against socialism, globalism, and the disease of liberalism. Uh, You guys have anything you want to... Yeah, I just, don't ever forget, these should be the greatest times to live in human history. They really should be. Look at, you guys are probably watching this on YouTube, you're listening to us, but like, just technology alone, this should be a great time to live. And not to mention how far we've come on, on race relations in this country, and how poverty, and worldwide, poverty has been reduced by over 50%. These should be great times, people. Let's not screw this up. We should be loving living right now. Yeah. And I'll, I'll conclude here with a reminder that, like Ryan said, we are on Spotify. If you're watching on YouTube and you have a Spotify account, go over there, subscribe to us at the Freedom Wire podcast. Uh, take us with you on the go. Also, check the description for links to all the stuff we talked about today. We have write-ups on pretty much all of it, even some cool stuff we didn't get to. Uh, lots of complicated issues here that we can't always pack into a single episode, so go check that out. And yeah, like Ryan said, these should be great times in human history. Let's, uh, let's stop people from ruining them for us. I'll throw in that uh, not all hope is lost because a record amount of Americans are trying to get guns. Like we saw last year, 40 million background checks uh, were reported by the FBI. So that's, that's 40 million. We have a population of 330 million. And how many gun owners do we have before that? Does anyone know? No, Not off the top of my head, but we have over 300 million guns, they say, in circulation. Which, yeah, let's get those numbers up. Come on. We can do better. Yeah, they that's always say, like, that's a bad thing. I'm like, let's get to 500 million. <laughs> yeah. That's a ton of guns and gun owners. So, I mean, they're a long, long way away from banning guns here. Yep. So... Don't, doesn't don't mean get, we don't gotta, get lazy. That I'm assume, yeah. not saying be lazy. I'm just yeah. saying... That doesn't mean we not, can let down our guard. It's not the end of the world, is what yeah. I'm saying. Don't let down your guard. This is still America. Every generation thinks they're the end of times. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Remember, you're Americans. You have rubble blood coursing through your veins. See you next time. God bless you guys. Stay free.